welcome to Sister Speak After Show, where we discuss various television shows from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister Kay. I'm Sister Elmarie. And I'm Sister A. And welcome to episode four. Let's get started. Welcome, ladies. Hey. Hello, ladies. Hello. We are back to talk about Scandal again, and this time we're going to be talking about episode seven, titled Everything's Coming Up Melly. <laughs> and yes, it <laughs> did. Yeah. Holy <clears throat> crap. Right. This, yeah. This was a holy crap. <laughs> what the hell? Wow. Episode. Yes. Yes. It's ridiculous. I loved it, though, because I actually do like Melly, and I thought it was so weird to see the first flashback. I know I'm skipping. <laughs> to see the first flashback and see Fitz and Melly lovey-dovey. Right? Yeah. I actually kind of like it, though. Like normal people. Like normal. Like, they actually yeah. like and love each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was nice to see that they weren't always, like, at each other's mm-hmm. throats and hated the side of each other. Right. <clears throat> and I actually enjoyed it. I was, the whole episode, I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah. yeah. I need to get back to this. <laughs> I don't think they'll ever get back to that happy place. Uh, no. No. Probably not. It's, it's too late. Yeah. It's too late. Yeah, right. But it just gives it so much more meaning now when you see all the things that Melly does and even that Fitz does because he doesn't understand anything. Right. Yeah, I, I like Melly, but after this episode, I really like her now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still not a huge fan. <laughs> really? <laughs> really. I don't I know. Mean, I mean, her motivations that... are off the wall. You right? think? Yes. <laughs> No, I think her motivations are pretty clear. The one thing, though, that doesn't quite, yeah, the one thing that doesn't quite match is her continued wishy-washiness. But I think it's because, and it explained it in this episode, really, because she has to turn her, you know, her emotions off to cope with Mm -hmm. everything. So Mm -hmm. I think that's where the wishy-washy back and forth is coming from. That still drives me nuts. You know what? I don't even look at it as wishy-washy anymore. Do you mean when she's... On one hand, sad about Fitz and Olivia, their affair, and then the next minute she's kind of throwing Fitz at Olivia, like, here, your turn, take them. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even look at that as wishy-washy anymore because she still has the same motivation. She still makes Fitz want a priority over her own, even if it Mm -hmm. hurts her. Okay, that's Um, what I have a problem with. Maybe she has these clear on the back burner. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we see what happened to her in this episode, which is terrible. Oh, yeah. A really, really bad thing. And (laughs) she just goes with it. She doesn't even mention it. Mm -hmm. I, I, that's, I can't. Well, but you know, let's let's get into the episode because I think that I mean, it. I think it just. Different people would handle it different ways, mm. and I, I, you know, I think I could understand her rationale for not okay, uh, okay. speaking up, mentioning something, yeah. yeah, not speaking up. I don't know if I would have been able to, you know. Well, let's okay. get into yeah, the episode before up. we get into that. <laughs> yeah, let's back it okay. all the way up. <laughs> back up the crazy train. Back it up. <laughs> <laughs> So we see Melly being followed by a camera crew. Obviously, it's for a story. 
And as she's, you know, bubbly and happily telling them all about what a wife of the president does, which uh. clue number one, that th- that shit wasn't real. Because no. <clears throat> she is not that happy and bubbly about that kind not of stuff. Not at all. But it, I thought it was so funny how key people would pop up in her while the cameras were rolling mm-hmm. and um, her little secretary looked startled <laughs> or assistant. And then when Cyrus popped in, that was the most uncomfortable scene ever. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. And that's when I knew, okay, this is really staged. Yes. Something that's not quite mm-hmm. right here. <clears throat> so... Um, so after Cyrus pops in, we get this flashback to the Fitz and Melly in the bed 15 years ago mm-hmm. in Santa Barbara. It pops up on the screen. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't even governor at that point. No. Right. <clears throat> and um, met him and Melly are in the bed. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. they got chemistry, too. I don't know. This is kind of interesting. And then um, his dad, Big Jerry, keeps calling him. So they end up going downstairs, and there is Cyrus with facial hair. Okay, now, I did not up? recognize him. I know. What is up not. with all the facial hair on the men in flashbacks? Like, they're all hairy. Yeah. <laughs> Mustaches, beards. Yeah, beards. <laughs> and not even clean-cut hairy, like bushy, unkept hairy. Yeah, he didn't look right. No. He no, I didn't know not. who it was. And then I'm like, wait a second, that's Cyrus. <laughs> Holy shit. And the wig they put oh, on him terrible. was terrible. <laughs> they got to try harder. Yes. But I, I think they're... It's <laughs> bad. Their budget, their budget was low. On Come the on. And it looked so rough. Right, it was. Like rough texture. Like put a hat yeah, on did. or something. Like horse hair yeah. or something. <laughs> it wasn't combed right. They should have got him a lace front. Something. (laughs) (sighs) So he's, Cyrus is really like looking at them like they were pieces of meat in the market. He's like, oh yeah, he's got a good head of hair. Mm -hmm. He's got, um, he's tall. This is great. Melly is perfect. He's gorgeous. And he's like, okay, we're going to get you into that governor's seat. Now a question I have, we see how, Cyrus met Fitz and Melly. How did Big Jerry know Cyrus? Like, what was their history? Well, we find out later that Big Jerry is was, you know, he was a senator. So right. I'm sure him and Cyrus go way like back together before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm sure he, you know, and then we find out Big Jerry had his hands in a whole bunch of stuff. So yeah. he probably had been, hey, he was like, hey, he, he did say he was the kingmaker. Mm-hmm. This is the kingmaker. So I guess he recognized that Cyrus could really get him okay. far. Yeah. And so he picked the, the right person to, to do the job. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Speaking of Barry Boswick, who plays Big Jerry, mm-hmm. I know this is way off topic, but the other Probably, I think the weekend before Thanksgiving, I just so happened to be on Stars or Encore, one of those weird, you know, cable stations. Mm-hmm. And there was this old, like, 1970 or even, no, it had to be 70s TV show. Anyway, it was this movie, and it ended up being not a movie. It was basically a miniseries that apparently came out in the 70s that they just mashed all together and made it a movie. Okay. <laughs> and Barry Boswick was in it, young, cute as all get out. Oh, wow. Skinny, young, had all that hair. Wow. And the bionic woman was in what? it. I can't remember her name. 
whatever her name was. <laughs> and she was this widow who had lost her husband. He was really, really rich, and she wanted to open up this um, clothing store. And then Barry Bostick was a photographer, and he was he lived across the hall from this French girl who was a designer. And it, like all, and, it, and it was like two or three hours long, let me tell oh you. It was like gosh. three or four hours. I got caught up in this old-ass show, y'all. <laughs> Sounds like it. It was so good. It was called Scruples. Huh. Huh. And apparently it was like a, a mini-series or like a series or something back in, I don't even know, in the 70s. It was so good. But anyway, it just reminded me of that because Barry Bostwick was in it. Okay. And turned out that... Um, he liked all these girls. And then Kim Cattrall from Sex and the City. What? Young, young, young Kim Cattrall was in it. Wow. I mean, she was looked like a baby in the movie. All these people were in it. I can't even think of some of the other people that I recognize. So it but was really those were the good, ma- It was really good. Okay. Huh? And it had intrigue. It had sex. Um, it had, like, the, the what's her name? Was her name Lindsay Wagner? Yes. Okay. So she was in it. She was the rich widow, and she was um, ended up having all these different, not all, but she had different relationships. Well, it showed her when she was a young girl, went to Paris, fell in love with this guy. Well, he didn't want her because he ended up finding out she didn't have any money, and he only wanted somebody with money. But she loved him, so that got her hurt. So the next time she got married was this old dude that she worked with. She was a secretary. She went to secretarial school because I guess back then that's what the women did. Mm-hmm. And so she worked with him, and one of her roommates was like, ooh, so how's your boss on a scale of 1 to 10? She's like, oh, he's a 12. Oh. It was this old-ass dude. Oh, no. I'm like, a 12? What the hell? But see, that was the 70s. <laughs> I guess in the 70s they called the old dude a 12. Wow, yeah, I just looked it up. It's uh, a Judith Krantz novel based on that. Oh, From 1980. Okay. Wow. Was it 80? 1980. And it had oh. Gavin McLeod on it. In it. He was in it. Dude. Wow. He was in there it. He go. was the director. Okay. There was a lot of people that I recognize. I just don't know yeah, who they are. Yeah, there's a lot of people listed, but I don't really know <clears throat> all the names. Anyway, if y'all ever catch it on, it was Stars or Encore or something. Okay. It was a good show. But anyway, Barry Bostwick was on it, and he was cute. And he had a whole bunch of hair, but I kept thinking of Big Jerry <laughs> the whole time I was watching. I was like, damn you, Big right? Jerry. Uh, Fuck you, Big Jerry. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> anyway, if y'all ever catch it, you have to watch it. It's like, it's long as hell, but it was actually pretty entertaining. I was okay. entertained. Okay. But anyway, I don't know how, why I got off on that, but Barry Boswick, it just reminded me since Big Jerry was featured in this show. But, um, so, okay, so we get back to present day after that nice little flashback, mm-hmm. and we see Quinn at the Target shooting place. Oh, yeah. Next to Charlie. And I was like, ugh. This, you know what? Seriously. (laughs) She's just on the last nerve. She's got to go. Yeah. So he keeps calling her Robin, like Batman Mm -hmm. and Robin. He's telling her, oh, I'm a PI now, and I'm on this case. And and it was so obvious. I'm like, Quinn, how could you not? He is reeling her ass in. Yeah. And she's not picking up on it. Not even close. Huck caught you better. Like, when he showed up at the shooting range, I'd been like, what the fuck are you Thank doing you. here with me? You know? Thank you. She thinks she's all that and that she knows everything. <clears throat> so 
So she's looking at him, and I'm thinking, oh, Lord. She's making goo-goo eyes at him. At least I thought she mm-hmm. was. So then we get, um, <laughs> and later, Elmarie, you have to say what you said on Twitter on the later, <laughs> later on in the show. But anyway. Oh, I think so, so much. I don't remember which one. Don't remember when we get to that okay. part. <laughs> so then we see Olivia on her way out the door to go to work, apparently, and the booty call, the booty phone mm-hmm. rings. And she looks at the booty phone, and she heads out the door. I'm like, girl, you better pick up the booty okay. phone. Okay, you knew she was coming back to pick up that phone. Honey, she shut the door, and next thing you see her scrambling. Yep. <laughs> Got to pick it up. Yep. And, of course, then she picks it up, and she's all salty. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, shit, why'd you pick it up if you were going to have an attitude? Right. And he's like, Olivia, are you okay? I just want to know. I just want to hear your voice uh, and know that you're okay. She's like, you don't have the right to ask me if I'm okay. (laughs) You don't have that right anymore. And I was so annoyed with Olivia. I was too. And I get it though. But you have, I mean, I was thinking she would have to know, first of all, how, how would he know that your mama was on the plane? Second of all, how would, wouldn't you think that maybe he was told, it was a mission. He's not going to tell you every single mission he's been on and honestly, in his career. He didn't even know Olivia then. So even if he right. got the assignment to do this mission, and even if Rowan said, you know what, P.S., my wife is on there, Fitz still would have done it because it's a mission. He knew nothing about Olivia. She was a little girl. Yep. Mm-hmm. So even if he did know, it's still not his fault. True. Yeah, it just happens to be that he's the one exactly. that True. shot him down. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. And that annoyed me. I'm like, why are you so mad? Mm-hmm. I mean, I get I get your hurt and everything. Why are you so mad at him? You didn't tell me. He's like, I'm not going to tell you. You don't have security clearance for all mm-hmm. that. She's just deflecting her anger onto Fit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Absolutely right. Because she's really mad at Daddy. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's telling her that he, she's like, I'm surrounded by strangers and murderers. And I'm like, uh, now, (laughs) you knew his ass killed Verna, so you got over that. Yeah, I'm like, um, you've been surrounded by murderers. Thank you. You're sleeping with one. Hello. So then he tells her he loves her, and she says, so what? And I said, oh, now, Olivia, see, no. You shouldn't even pick the booty phone up. You need to pass it on. Mm -hmm. So then he's telling her, look, you need to quit looking into Remington. You need to stay away from Jake Mm -hmm. because it's dangerous, and I want you to get hurt. And she's like, uh, Rowan's the one who's dangerous. And he's like, Rowan, how do you know him? And she says, you don't know everything about me. And so that confirmed Mm. that he had no idea who her daddy was. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, "See, so how was he supposed to know? He didn't even know Rowan was her no. daddy." No, and that's probably why he was so like bewildered by her anger. He was, yeah. In that previous episode, mm-hmm. he's just sitting there looking like, "Uh, okay, right." What's she mad about now? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, something else. I done did. <laughs> so then Olivia goes to Pope and Associates, and she's telling the team, and Jake's there too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that they have a new client, and there's Quinn. Oh, she looks familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Hush, Quinn. Okay. 
Just hush. Go fetch some coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I like Quinn last year. I, I, mean, like I actually liked her all the way up until the last couple episodes. Yeah. Actually, no, I maybe think it was maybe this, this episode. Yeah, she's just... Oh, no, she was on my nerves from, like, episode two. Yeah. <laughs> she was so nosy. Yeah, that's right. what it is. Yep. Really, episode one, really, because she was sneaking and snooping. Mm-hmm. So she tells him, no, that's my mama. Mm. And she was on that plane. She's our new client. Yeah. <clears throat> so then we go back to Melly well, at the White before House. Before that, oh. mm-hmm. um, she did put up the picture saying, and this is the pilot. Oh, yeah, that shot the plane down. That shot right. the plane down. So now they're all like, oh, whoa, wait a minute. The president? Now... And this is the complaint that I had last season where David, and I love David, but last year all of a sudden he just kept popping up at the office and chilling like he's an associate. And I see (laughs) the same pattern with Jake now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it bugs me. (laughs) Well, Jake did help find the information that her mama was on that plane or that. What Operation Remington was. And I do understand he's working closely with Huck. I get it. But does he really have to sit up there, like, in their offices? Yeah, he shouldn't really be part of it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all are Jake haters. (laughs) I am. He's not one of our favorites at all. No, not at all. (laughs) I don't mind Jake. Ugh. He is easy on the eyes, honey. I know. Rather have Quinn around than Jake. That's how much I don't like Jake. Wow. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, but but Quinn just got on your nerves right recently. She did. So you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I don't mind her so much. The one thing that really got me this episode was when she's going to Huck. Well, actually, there's a couple things. <laughs> mm-hmm. But when she goes to Huck and's like, see. I was right. You need to give me my credit. I told you there was something going on with Olivia mm-hmm. and her family. Da, 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 da. And I was like, shut up, girl. Right. Seriously. And I love how Huck was just like, didn't say a thing. Mm-hmm. But as they kept meeting, he kept watching her. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Huck, watch her ass because she is up to something. Yeah. That was just hilarious to me as he just kept watching her. And you don't want mm-hmm. Huck watching. No. 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 So, okay. I, I get your what you're saying about Jake, but I think it's only because him and Huck work together to figure that out. And now he's helping them to try to figure out what else is going on. Yeah. And they might need Jake with his little clandestine skills. I'm sure they will. But yeah, something's probably going to come up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To make him stick around, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get back to the White House with Melly, and um, the the reporter's asking her, do you, does she feel like she's lost a piece of herself, mm-hmm. you know, or lost anything of herself by backing up Fitz, you know, for the last however many years. Right. <clears throat> so we get another flashback where Cyrus is kind of coaching them on what they need to do, and he's really wanting them to play up Fitz's Navy career. Mm-hmm. And running his campaign on being a military man, and, and Fitz is like not having it. He's like, "Oh no, I'm not. Run, I'm not doing that. I'm not running on this military platform. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it." Mm-hmm. They're all looking at him like he's crazy. 
And all I could do is say, damn, he looks good in that turtleneck sweater. (laughs) 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 Y'all did not think Tony Golden looked good in that turtleneck? Thank you. And that, I think it was like a black or navy or some kind of turtleneck. Girl. (laughs) That turtleneck looked good on him. It did. (laughs) <laughs> so I wouldn't re- I had to rewind and go, okay, what are they talking about? Y'all are too funny. <laughs> I paid attention. Say what? What he say about his military career? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I would- Let me look at you again that sweater. <laughs> so um, we get back to the present time, and Melly's inside his office, and she's complaining about, I have to play to the cameras. And why do I have to be the one to uh, to act to apologize for his affair? Mm-hmm. And it's not fair. And Sarge is like, look, I know, but this is the way America works, and you just got to deal with it. He's like, now come help me pick a hooker for Dave, <laughs> for Daniel, for Daniel Douglas, right. Sally's husband. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh no, no, you don't want that one. She's too slutty looking. You need like a little calm girl next door right. type for him. And I'm thinking, damn, they are seriously trying to set this man up. Mm-hmm. And can you talk about the great quote that came out of that? Which quote? <laughs> Cyrus says to Melly, you are way better at picking out hookers than oh. you are China patterns. Yes. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. <laughs> that was good. Uh. And she tells him, look, you got to get Sally out of town. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm working on that right now. Yeah. So we can get our little plan in motion. And, you know, when Cyrus and Melly team up, it is just no trouble. It's just trouble. It really is. And so Cyrus gets to Sally and he's like just offhand saying, hey, we want you to go to Iowa for this dinner. Mm -hmm. And she's like, okay, I'll go. She didn't ask Mm -hmm. no questions. She didn't. She was ready to do it. And then he sees James, and James is all salty because he didn't get this little interview with Melly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that that was just too funny. <laughs> James and Cyrus just cracked me up because they both, it just seems like they don't enjoy each other. They're just always fussing. Most of the time, yeah. They're always fussing, and it seems like James is always trying to, it's like he's, he expects Cyrus to favor him because mm-hmm. they're married but no like this is his job he can't play favoritism with you yeah you need to make your own way mm-hmm. and cyrus already i think bends over backwards for james all the more reason that for james to not work there yeah right you shouldn't work so close together no yeah. i'd have been saying that for you i mean i'm sure cyrus <laughs> doesn't because it would cause more issues and he doesn't even want to talk about yeah. it. you know mm-hmm. like but I would have been saying, honey, you cannot be working here anymore because this is a conflict of interest. Yeah, they get a clash all the time. Yeah. yeah, and I can't turn around every time something happens, you're going to want details. I can't give them to right. you, mm-hmm. which has happened before. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so it makes you kind of wonder, mm-hmm. you know, why they even got together. I would like to see that backstory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And maybe James thought this would be his little <laughs> stepping stone. Mm-hmm. And he'd get more than he does get out of Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. But at the same time, it seems like he wants to kind of be the house husband. He wants to be at home. Yeah. He wants to raise a child. Where has that black baby been? I don't know. Where'd it go? 
Well, as of the last episode, passed out somewhere. <laughs> Honey, the black baby has not been seen since I they know. adopted it. <laughs> Poor baby's a pawn. <sighs> well, see, I remember that James saying, you know, if I'm not working, I need to be home with this baby. Right. And so Cyrus's thought to get not have this baby is to get him a job. Mm-hmm. And now that he's got this job, he's like, shit, he's on my nerves with this job. Right. Now we still have the baby, too. You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. So there's one <clears throat> other funny quote from that sort of um, discussion that they had was James says to Cyrus, I want to kill you and have sex with you at the same time. Yep. <laughs> and that pretty much sums up their relationship. I g- and wait, you don't be yelling that shit in the hallway of work. True. No, you don't. <laughs> Is there are people in the background like, uh, what did he say? <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> huh? Yeah. <clears throat> I guess that happens, but I just don't. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's not very, um, no, it's not really office uh, etiquette, etiquette right. exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, so, um, yeah, so James is mad at Cyrus for that, not getting the interview, and Cyrus is like, I don't control all that, which we know Cyrus controls a lot. <laughs> so does James, so he's kind of salty. And so then we get back to the associates, and they are digging, and they find out that the the plane actually was delayed, and that someone removed or someone left the plane after it was boarded. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that was part of the delay. Right. And then this is when we find out that Big Jerry was on the congressional committee mm-hmm. looking into the crash. And so he likely buried a lot of the details. How convenient. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we get another flashback. Mm-hmm. And this flashback, I was like, oh, hell to the no. <laughs> First of all, did y'all notice... They start the scene. Fitz is sitting down with a drink. Mm-hmm. Big Jerry comes in and goes, I'll have one of those. And goes sits his ass down. Mm-hmm. And he, wait, passes the bar <laughs> and sits down. And Fitz gets up and goes and makes it. I would have been like, uh, you're already up. Get your own, Go show. get your own Fucking drink. drink. Oh, thank you. Listen to straight. on that F-bomb. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Big Jerry got her pregnant oh, up. Geez. This guy. I'd kill him myself if I could. Ooh. Out for alibi. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. But he, he is, like, so the whole time Fitz is getting his drink, he is talking shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. He is saying, who told you to join the Navy? Or who told you, I mean, didn't I tell you not to join the Navy? But no, you had to go join the damn Navy. You could have just went to law school after college, but no, you had to join the damn Navy. And then you wanted to go fly planes instead of doing what you were supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And Fitz is like, you know, I wanted to do something. These Those folks were just, because of you, <clears throat> I was basically just there doing piddly mm-hmm. pat work. <laughs> and, he's, and then uh, Big Jerry's like telling him, you also were never supposed to be on a black ops mission. Mm-hmm. You just had to spite me to get away from your daddy. And when he said that, I was laughing. Yeah. <laughs> and and then he says, I'm the one who helped you 
get past all that and shit. I'm the one who's called in the space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. clean up your mess. Yep. He says, we don't take orders. We don't do black ops missions. Mm-hmm. What did he think he was going to do in the Navy? He had to take orders. Mm-hmm. Hello. Dumb butt. <clears throat> and he says, and the only reason you even have a future is because I covered your ass and I got you mm-hmm. out of this mess, so I own you. And I was thinking, ooh, now, Big Jerry, that don't that ain't going to work. No. You can already see his face is, is hard. It's not going right. to work. <clears throat> and so Fitz is telling him, I'm not going to run on that lie. I'm not going to do it. And Jer- Big Jerry says, well, you don't have nothing else to run on. Hmm. You haven't accomplished anything. Oh. You haven't done anything of your own. You've just been my son. Oh. Ooh, and that was so wrong. Yeah. That was so cruel. So cruel. So mean. And he says, you're going to do as you're told. And that's in order. Of course, by this point, Melly's done running the room. She's look- I, think- I don't think she's ever heard him talk like that <laughs> mm-hmm. to Fitz. She's got her mouth hanging open. Yeah. <clears throat> and so Big Jerry says, you're going to do what I what I say, and that's an order. And I loved it when Fitz says, grants don't take Ooh, orders. Yeah. Yeah. And threw his words right back at him. That was good. That was a good scene. But Fitz, oh, he should have just popped. Yeah. He's gone too far as dad. He, you you got to stop it. But he's still kind of scared of him, you could tell. He is. His daddy ain't that feeble. You gotta wait till they're a little feeble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, so <laughs> that oh, that scene, and you know, just like in season two when we had the episode with Big Jerry, and you know, you could obviously tell that Fitz didn't like him, and when they had the scenes where Big Jerry was tearing up him up, I just didn't like those. No, this is a little bit too much. Yeah, hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Very hard to watch. <clears throat> so then we get dumb baby Huck <laughs> watching, spying on Charlie. And I don't know about y'all, but did it freak you out or did your heart like stop when she's looking at him through the binoculars and then she looks up at the hotel room that he's looking at and then she looks back and he's looking right oh at her. <laughs> gonna happen. It freaked me out though. I was like, oh, <laughs> Bushes like he didn't just see you. I know. <laughs> she is so not smart. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> and so then he gets out of the car and comes over to her. Of course. And um, so then El Marie, this is when he presses her up against the wall. Oh, yeah. And do you remember what you said on Twitter? I don't. What is that? I don't remember that part. He presses her up against the wall and kisses her. It was steamy. And it was. And you said, ooh, I would like for someone to press me up against the wall and tell me oh, down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me up. El Marie. And I said, I said ditto. <laughs> Except not Charlie. <laughs> right. Not <Yeah>. Charlie. <laughs> not Charlie, but ditto. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and Quinn, she's all like, <sighs> "Yeah, you can just see her face." And so he's like, "Look, if you want to hang tomorrow, call me." Mm-hmm. And who is? I can't remember Charlie's real name. He was he was an actor in the nineties, I think, the eighties, nineties. Hmm. I don't know. I can't remember his real name, but um, anyway, 
So Quinn is like discombobulated by this. Legless. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, girl. Come on. Yeah. <clears throat> so, okay. So then we're back. And this is, ooh, this is when the scenes get really good. So Mel- we're back in the White House. And Melly's got baby Teddy. And oh, this cracked me up. She sees Sally and stops her. And Sally's like, oh, look at little baby Teddy. He's getting so big. And she's like, yes, he's huge. Now, what I want to talk to you about. I'm like, dang, Melly. <laughs> talk about your baby is huge. That is a big little baby they got. Yeah, and it looks like he wears a toupee. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, no. Just he had his hair slicked down. Pay attention next episode. Oh, no. no. I'm going to crack Baby, my ass does up. not have a on. He's got a full head of perfect hair. Just take a look at it. They slicked it down. Put a toupee on a baby. <laughs> that baby would probably snatch it yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> so she's trying to tell Sally, hey... Your husband made a pass at one of my staffers, and mm-hmm. I, I don't think she's going to press charges or anything. And so I was like, no, he didn't. Right. That's a lie. No, he didn't. And Melly's looking at her like, what? <laughs> what you talk about? No, he didn't. <laughs> and I was kind of looking at her crazy, too. I was like, what? Right. What you mean, Sally? <clears throat> so Melly um, then goes on with the cameras, <laughs> and she's trying to make this little production where she takes little Teddy to see Fitz every night and she's telling him oh it's every night he goes to see daddy and daddy just is not going to have a good night unless he does that Mm -hmm. and she rushes into Fitz's office and the secretary tries to stop her and Fitz is not there the look on her face Uh, for like a split second I felt so bad for her and I'm sure devastated yeah yeah (sighs) Yeah. Well, she had just done all that talking mm-hmm. about how every single night mm-hmm. they have this ritual. And when she just stood there for a minute, I was thinking, oh, where is he? Is he laid out somewhere? <laughs> but when he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what they were going to find. I didn't yeah. either. I didn't either. I was like, oh, crap. Who's in there? Because the secretary looked all nervous, like, like all oh, flustered. Yeah. Yeah. Go in there. yeah. <laughs> mm hmm. So then we get our flashback. Cyrus is trying to quit because he's like, there's no way we're going to be able to do this without using his military career. He doesn't want to work on anything else. He's not listening to what I'm saying. And Melly's trying to get Cyrus to stay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he's telling her, look, you're just going to have to hold his hand and do this and this and that. And she's like, I have a job. Right. I, I am a, a partner. Mm-hmm. And, oh, this was so good when he's like, uh, they did tell you, didn't they, that you're going to have to stop that and give that up mm-hmm. for him? You're going to have to, he is going to have to be your job. And she, the way she looked at him, she was like, what? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? And so she kind of made that decision there. She did. When she told him, look, you come back tomorrow. He will be and ready. I will. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where I first started thinking, okay, this is where she made that decision so that no matter what was going to happen, she was going to put herself on the back burner, her life and dreams and everything else for him. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, okay, so then we get back to present day, and she is in Cyrus's office again and asks him <laughs> where Fitz was, is he going to be there tomorrow, is he going to show up? 
And Cyrus is like, I don't know. Yeah, he's going to be there, but will he show up? I honestly don't know. <laughs> and, oh, he could just, I felt bad for her for real. I did too. Like, with that flashback, we saw that she already sacrificed her own career to handhold him and be this lady by his side. Mm-hmm. And it's like he can't even show up in present day. That was sad. Yeah, it was kind of mm. very sad. So do we want to stick with them and then go back to the associates later? Yes, because we, I got to get okay. this out. So, okay, we stick with um, Melly. We get another flashback. Mm-hmm. And Jerry is drinking and he's telling Melly they got a fire in the fireplace and all that. And he's telling her that he's a decent dad. He'd never beat Fitz. And then he just comes out and tells her about the stupid ass flight. He didn't that have to. got shot down. Mm-hmm. He, that had nothing to do with nothing. He didn't have to share that piece of information. No. But I think he what he thought he was doing was saying, look at this mess that this fool created, and I cleaned it up because I am a good father. I think that's what he was trying to say to her. Mm-hmm. She wasn't hearing nothing after he no. said that the plane shot down, and this is the one who shot it down, and it had all She's like, no, there was mechanical failure. He's like, no, it was not mechanical mm-hmm. failure. It was a mission. He shot it down, and I had to cover his shit up. Right. <clears throat> and she is just shell-shocked. So he sits, oh, I was just like, when he sits on the mm-hmm. couch, I still didn't know anything. And I'm like, what? He starts looking at her funny. And when he starts looking at her funny, I'm like, no, this old motherfucker mm-hmm. ain't. Especially when he, he starts- said something like, oh, you're so beautiful. Yes. When he said that, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I was madly. First of all, he's already drinking, and you're talking out the side of your mouth. I'm not going to sit down and entertain you. Right. Get your ass up. Yeah. I don't think she she was still, to me, she was still shocked thinking about the flight. She was. Yeah. Because she didn't have never heard of that. And you could tell by her reaction when she walked in on them arguing that she had never seen him berate fits like that either. Mm -hmm. So I think this was like a whole shock value. So she didn't know how crazy his ass used to, his ass would be. I don't think. Right. <clears throat> and I don't think it. She really realized it until he started grabbing her, and then it was too late. Well, yeah, because that man is big. I mean, compared to her, of course. Mm-hmm. So she says she's beautiful. He starts to kiss her and assault her, and of course she's telling him to get up. And no, mm-hmm. she's hollering. And I keep thinking, where the fuck is Fitz? I know. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. But that house is... How about you scream or something? Well, we know the house isn't so big because going back to the beginning of the episode, they could hear Big Jerry calling Fitz's name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you yell loud enough, you know Fitz is upstairs. He's going to hear you. Yeah. But I think... And aren't there other people around? I don't know if... Help or whatever? I don't know if they had help or not. Yeah, but I, I mean, the next day they have a butler or something, but they probably don't stay there overnight. Right. right. Probably just during the day. But I think mm-hmm. she was just so shocked that mm-hmm. and he was so overpowering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she did scream. She did scream. But, you know, <laughs> at that point, he was already mm-hmm. doing it. So I was just sitting there watching, saying, what the could not believe Mouth what was happening. Pain open. I was like, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, 
out of nowhere. Yeah, I did not see any of this shit no. coming. Shocked as shit. Now, this, this scene caused such an uproar It when Shondaland. Like, she was getting hate mail. Mm. She was? Yeah, it, it got really bad because, and I mean, I see both sides of the coin. Um, usually, watch a television show and they're going to have a scene like that. It's going to give you a disclaimer at the beginning of the show. That there's going to be yeah. some type of sexual violence or something. Well, they didn't put a disclaimer. Hmm. So a lot of people were upset about that. And that I, I can't understand. Um, then some people felt like Shonda wrote, well, Shonda and the writers wrote that scene just to gather up sympathy for Melly and have people like her again. And I can hmm. kind of see that too because in another show of Shonda's she did the same thing Hmm. it was in private practice and there was a character that no one really liked and she was raped and after the rape all of a sudden everyone liked her so when I saw that scene with Melly that's what I first thought of like okay here we go again yeah so a lot of people just had a problem with her and that's well, <clears throat> I, it was shocking yes. and it was unexpected. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about the disclaimer part because, it, I mean, it was, I guess, mm, I don't know about, yeah, I guess they could have put a disclaimer, but that would have diminished the shock value, I guess. Well, not of the really, scene. because you don't know exactly what violence. The episode where Huck was tortured, they put a disclaimer. They did. So why put a disclaimer yep. for that, but not for a rape scene? Come on. Yeah. True. Yeah. Well, I'll, yeah, I didn't think about that. What kind of annoyed me, though, was on Twitter, all these people were saying, oh, I really love Melly now. Mm-hmm. I really like her mm-hmm. now. And I'm like, why would that cause you to like her right. now? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've liked Melly from the beginning, and just because she got hurt or, you know, mm-hmm. The rape happened. That's not going to make me like her worse or less or more or whatever. I don't know. That just kind of got me when when people were saying, "Oh, I really like her now." Poor Melly. Poor this. Poor that. And and yes, the sympathy part. You do. I mean, I'm glad they had that. But mm-hmm. to just change your whole mindset about a character that you hated, hated, hated that could you couldn't stand mm-hmm. because of that, it just got me. Really, people. The part that got me were the couple people who were saying she that Melly stopped trying to fight Big Jerry off and let it happen. You don't just let rape happen. No, no no way. And I really think she did. I mean, she did yell. She did tell him no. Even if you say no and sit there, it's still a no. Right, and I think that's yeah. That's the thing. I think everyone's different. And again, about, so then her not, you know, so her reaction to it, it we see mm-hmm. in the next scene that she goes back to their bedroom mm-hmm. and she's trying to sneak past Fitz and he sees her and calls her to the bed and she's trying to go take a shower mm-hmm. and he's like, no, 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 get in the bed with me. And then he starts talking, let's just go home tomorrow. Let's just go do whatever. I, you know, I don't really want to mess with this anymore. <clears throat> and he says, but I do think I'd be, make a good governor. She's like, yes, she would. But you could see she's trying to mm-hmm. hold back tears mm-hmm. and everything else. And then the next day she gets up 
Well, even goes down well, to before, breakfast. Before that, I had an issue because that was her chance when he said, where have you been? That was her chance to tell Fitz what happened. Right. I get that. But this is what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Not everyone has a, would have the same reaction mm-hmm. and, and different people would handle that differently. And not everyone, which we know, ha- you know, happens. Not everyone's first reaction is not to immediately call the police or tell their spouse or whoever that something like that's happened. On top of the fact that it was Fitz's father, and I, you know, I don't know. So I don't blame her or fault her for not doing anything more than what she did. I do think it, I do not think though that she they should have had her going down to breakfast and sitting down next to his ass. Right, like nothing happened. That was a little much. Yeah, yeah, that was a little much. No way. But it, I. You know, having her go downstairs, standing there and telling him, okay, this is what's going to do. This is what you're going to do. But her actually sitting down and acting like everything was calm, hunky-dory, that was a little much to me. Yeah, that shows that shows me that her motivation is twisted. I mean, that we know that anyway. We do. But, but, I, uh, but again, she did it, I think, when she made that decision in front of Cyrus and said, He'll be ready tomorrow. She meant that. And so in her, for her to not tell Fitz and not have the police come, if she would have done that, that would have been it. There would have been no run for governor. There would have been no White House track. So basically, her foregoing what satisfaction she should have in being able to tell Fitz and call the police and make sure he's prosecuted she forgo she forwent that whatever the word is for Fitz to have that career. No, but which, uh, <coughs> but to be raped by your father-in-law and not say mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, you know, and I mean, if Fitz ever knew, mm-hmm. I mean, he would oh, have been oh, enraged, yeah. obviously. Of course, which is why she didn't tell. Him. I know, but but you know, that is extreme. It is. It's like I just. It was extreme. It was an extreme version of when life hands you lemons, make lemonade. Because it's like she used it to her advantage. She did, definitely. Mm -hmm. That's terrible. Okay, you raped me, so you're going to apologize to Fitz, and we're going to make this right. And uh, I don't know. But she didn't come out and say it like that. No. She said, look, we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to even bring it up. I'm not going to ever say anything about but it. Yeah, but like, and, I'm not going to say anything. But what she, if, yeah, she basically said it's okay. If, what you did was no. okay because I'm using it. No, I don't think so at all. I do. Yeah, I, I mean, do. how else is it? Because she was like... She let him rape her. I'm not... I'm not going to say she let him rape her, but the next morning at breakfast, she was like, we're not going to talk about it. Right. But... In i.e. in return, you're going to apologize for Fitz. If you don't want me to tell him what happened, you apologize to him. I think she used it. Yeah. For Fitz, not for herself, really though. For Fitz. For Fitz, yes. Yeah. Right. Not for herself. Because she loved, she loved Fitz. Yes. And she knew by telling him mm-hmm. and prosecuting the father and all that stuff would mm-hmm. jack him up, yeah. basically. Once again. And yeah. yeah. And she wanted, and I think she agreed, like she said, when he said, I think I'd make a good governor, she's like, yes, you would. Mm-hmm. She agreed with that. and She's been behind him, so she's like, look, 
I don't want to go. Th- I'm not going to. We're not going to mention it. But you are going to apologize to mm-hmm. Fitz and you are going to tell him what he needs to hear in order for him to, to make this run. Once again, she put herself on the back burner. Yes. And sacrificed her own well-being for Fitz. Yes. Yeah. In every yes. sense and of the word. Absolutely. She right. gave herself up. Literally. 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 Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so then that scene where um, she's in the Oval Office in that red dress, which I love that red dress. Yes. And it's present day, and she's got a drink, and Fitz is like, ugh, what are you mad about now? (laughs) And I loved it, how she acted this part, because when she's like, oh, what am I mad about now? She did this, like, little dance across the floor. She was so pissed. I I was like, I love that. Just that little bitty dance step that she did. Yes. Just really brought home the how pissed she really was. <laughs> it's kind of like when you're so mad, you kind of laugh yeah. because you know if you don't, you're about to knock shit out of someone. And I love it when she drinks. <laughs> I do too. She's a good drunk. <laughs> yeah. And she, I love that she reads his ass. She's like, you did not show up for me. Mm-hmm. And she kept saying that. And I was like, tell his ass. Tell him. She's like, what now, Millie? Ugh. She's like, you were not there when I needed you to be there, and you did not show up for me. Yeah. At least if we're going to do this, you can be my friend, and we can, you can show up for me. And he's like, Melly, you know we don't have that kind of relationship. He's like, I don't care <laughs> what you do, but you need to, we need to be friends. You need to show up for me and quit acting like I am a stranger. And I think the stranger comment is what got him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Olivia just got done telling him that they were like strangers. Right. And she was saying how much, <laughs> if only you knew how much I gave up for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How much of myself I've sacrificed and given up for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. You can at least show up for me. me. Ooh, that was a good yeah. scene. That was, that was I so think, good. one of the best scenes this season. Mm. Yes. The, because me, they me. just let them... They just let him sit there and not say anything so she could say all of yeah. that stuff that she felt. Yeah. And that was her way of, like, kind of telling him without telling him. Yeah. I have done a lot for your ass, fool. And you ain't, you're going to stand my ass up when I'm trying to help your ass out get reelected? <laughs> oh, hell to the no. <laughs> and so that, to me, <laughs> see, I would have, me, knowing myself, I probably would have blurred the whole shit out because I'd been that pe- yeah, pissed off. Exactly. Oh, How do you you think that you're all that? Yeah. Shit. You think you're all that? Oh, let me tell you how you really are. Let me tell you about your old daddy. Yeah, your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but I just love how they made that. And Okay, and so then the second scene that I really liked was when they do get to the interview the next day, and she's trying to make excuses that he's not there, and she got called away to the reporter, and then he shows up. Mm-hmm. She's all surprised, and that was a really good scene, yeah. um, too. And then when the reporter starts asking all those questions, and I was like, oh, shit. And Melly's looking shell-shocked. Yeah. She doesn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you say to, to the public who thinks that you are, <clears throat> you know, you're the one who aired all your dirty laundry out in the, in the, uh, to the world? And how do, you, how do you think people feel about you now staying with your husband and this and that and the other. Right. 
which is a good question, but it was kind of mm-hmm. rough, but she asked it. And when Fitz broke in and said, look, you need to quit badgering my wife. I'm the one who had the mm-hmm. affair, not her. Yeah. She does not have to apologize or answer to anyone. I do. I'm the one who did it. You need to quit attacking my wife. I just, ooh, the whole scene. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I like I had the affair, and I should be the sole carrier mm-hmm. for the outrage the American public mm-hmm. feels. So true. I am trying to move on, and they need to move on as well, right. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like yeah, that. I do, too. Yep. It needed to be said. But right. I take responsibility. Exactly. But I honestly don't would have said it if Melly hadn't gave him that pre-show-up-for-me speech. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He probably wouldn't. No, have. he wouldn't have. He would have been still treating her like strangers, like she mm-hmm. said. Yeah. Oh, that was just so good. I just really like that. So, going back to the associates. Yes. Yes. <sighs> So they're doing their investigating and everything. And meanwhile, Quinn takes Charlie up on this offer to, quote unquote, hang out. And while they're trying to even, while they're still in the office, he calls her. Mm -hmm. She's sneaking off to go talk to him. (sighs) Yeah. Quinn. I know. I know. She wanted to get tongue down. Again. Shut up against the wall again. (laughs) Yeah. Do it again. I understand girls really fall for the bad guy types, but Charlie's not your ordinary bad guy. No. (laughs) That's very true. I don't even understand the bad guy type falling Mm -hmm. for the bad guy type in the first place. It's the thrill of, I don't know how to explain it. I don't want no thug rug. No what? <laughs> thug rug. <laughs> thug rug. <laughs> I have never heard of that. You have not heard of that? No. Thug rug. I do not want a bad boy thug rug who is going to be ru- I don't know. I don't want to be worried about you going to jail. So you don't go for that, Sister K. No. <laughs> I think El Marie does. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I now. mean, you can have an edge to you, but killer. I mean a manly edge, not a ma- not a thug killer. No, not like crazy. That. Hey, edge. I'm not out here dating murderers here. No, not uh. like that. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> What's a bad boy? What does that mean? A bad boy means somebody who who's not following all the right. rules, but that's okay. Right. But not like breaking laws and shit. That's what I'm saying. I don't want someone who follows every single rule. That's so boring. Yeah, not Body and Clyde, though. Yeah, I can't be <laughs> Body and Clyde. I'm not. You, no, ain't, you ain't ride or die in I will leave no. high and dry. <laughs> so you're not going to be no ride or die no, chick? Nope. Uh-uh. No. This one. <laughs> See, me neither. No. I'm not riding it down with your ass. No. I'm not riding that. You get caught up, you caught up on your there own. There you go. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, now, 
because she knows Charlie. She does. Is crazy. She knows he's a killer. Mm-hmm. But I think the problem with Quinn is she thinks because Huck gave her a few lessons and let her cut up on somebody and she thinks that she's one of them yeah. now and that she can roll with a thug or not a thug, excuse me. She can roll with this killer. Yeah. That <laughs> she knows it all. This killer. <laughs> this killer. Yeah. She thinks she can hang toe to toe with Yeah. Him. And she can't. Well. She's flirting with his ass. She's making goo goo eyes at his ass. She gets, you know, she gets what she wishes for. Yeah, mm. and he knows that's what she's and looking for. And he knows that. He's playing it. He plays yep. her like a fit doll. Absolutely. Yep. Showed her the syringes. Yep. Told her, you know, I hope I don't have to do this. I just need to go get some files. Right. And got her all excited. And I'm thinking, you know things that Charlie has done in the past. Since yeah. when is he going to stake out? A guard just to get a couple files. That doesn't even sound right. <laughs> come on. She believed that PI story, and then she got all excited when he showed her the syringes, mm-hmm. and she's all looking at him out the corner of her eye, mm-hmm. looking at him again. Like, Ooh. Yeah. And then he kisses her again in the car to seal the deal, because yep. he knows that she probably don't have a booty phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> and she needs to get her little rein- reinforcements before she goes in there. So he gives her that little Mac down. I don't understand why she's <laughs> so googly-eyed. Pent up. And, <laughs> like, you haven't even got the peen yet. But you are head over heels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the anticipation of the crazy killer peen that did it. <laughs> Because, as we know, her last boyfriend was, what, two years ago? Yes. Or three, or whatever, however long that's supposed to be. Yeah. So, I guess she was fiending. I get it, Quinn. But can you fiend on somebody normal? Right. Exactly. Yeah, I got a fiend on crazy crazy B613. Hello. Charlie. With the gun and the syringes. Yeah. Yeah. And her entire face just lit up like a Christmas yep. tree when yep. he pulled uh, out the uh, syringes. Yeah. Ooh. Huck Huck let me Huck let me torture that Yeah. One. I got the information he needed uh-huh. <laughs> as she's grinning at his ass. Bragging. Shinning and grinning. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so her dumbass. So, yes, please go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Goes inside and makes up this story with the security guard like, oh, I have to go pick up something for my boss up on the 15th floor, whatever floor. So she knows he has to have her sign this guest log, visitor log. Mm -hmm. So she pretends, you know, oh, this pen is out of ink. Do you have another pen? And soon as he, and I'm thinking to myself, security guard just tell her that's your only pen (laughs) (laughs) save your life (laughs) oh poor dude i know and before you know it he reaches out to hand quinn another pen and she sticks him with the syringe bam look on her face was like oh that you know what she was entirely too fucking happy yes 
she stabbed him with that syringe and was like, ah, yes. hey, gotcha. Got him. Got and I'm him. thinking, like, yeah. damn, how sadistic. Whoa. But she's so yes. naive, too, because she was told mm-hmm. that it was just going to make him subdue him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just so for a couple minutes. She's not expecting anything because she's and then dumb. She- so she picks up the phone to tell Charlie, like, okay, I knocked him out. Come on in. And Charlie is not on the other end of the line. <laughs> you got played. Yep. And the poor security guard is foaming, foaming at the damn mouth. Foaming out. Falls over and then is bleeding out yep. the mouth. So now she realizes she's done pretty much. Now, I don't understand why... <laughs> She ran around to the other side of the security table. Yes. Did she really? Was she trying to save his life? I mean, what? Yeah, I think so. But at that point, it was too late. Yeah, you got to get it out of there. It was way too late. So if you do happen to save his life, then what are you going to do? Run? I was just thinking, why would you want to get any of that blood coming Thank out of his you. mouth on you? Because obviously, whatever that shit was, it worked awfully fast. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, second of all, um, it it could have some residual effect right. in the blood, and I don't want to be touching. Right. Thank you. That was my thought. Ugh. And of course, like it's bad enough you were seen walking into the building and grabbing his hand, but the way she was positioned, you really can see that she stabbed his hand with the syringe. But still, that's bad mm-hmm. enough. But now you're all on the camera, your finger where. See, and I thought about that too, but then I thought, well, <clears throat> obviously they did that for a reason to blackmail her or whatever, so I'm sure yeah. they're going to take care of the video mm-hmm. and surveillance and stuff. So I kind of got that as she was running out the building. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, okay, this is their way of getting her to do what they want her to do. Their insurance. <clears throat> yeah. Stupid girl. Mm-hmm. And who's the first person she calls? Huck. Huck. Yep. <sighs> exactly. Exactly. So annoying. So the, right. So she's on the phone. Huck's not answering. And I guess, I don't know, what was she, like in an alley or something? Yeah. Now, you know yep. Charlie is still in the area. <laughs> <laughs> you know Charlie didn't just drive off and go home. Like... She thought she she thought he did. <laughs> Charlie walks up on her with a what wasn't it a file folder? And I'm thinking, how did he get pictures already? No, I thought it was like an iPad. Oh, uh, was it? Or a tablet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because he had the security cameras hooked up to his to his You're iPad. Right, it was the iPad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the iPad. Yeah. He started scrolling through the pictures of her. Mm-hmm stabbing that fool mm-hmm. and running out and I thought that was hilarious. It was. And she's like, oh, oh no. He's like, welcome to be 613. Uh, bitch. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> That's the only thing he didn't say. What I was Shut hoping up. he would say was to just cap the whole thing and say, okay, so you want to head back to my place or what? <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, just right. to bring it home that all this was caused by her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Poor security guard. I know. And that security guard was the only witness that the mm-hmm. gladiators would have had. Exactly. For the plane crash. For the plane crash. For yep. finding the 
um, Omar Dresden, I think was his name. Correct. The guy who got off of the plane. Right. So Jake shows up because he had a meeting with the security guard to question him. And he's on the phone with Olivia, and he knows right away because there's cops everywhere. There's an ambulance. There's EMTs. And he's like, something's not right. And he sees that the security guard, their only witness, is dead. Yep. Getting zipped up. Yeah. In the body. Their only lead. Gone. Lead. Yeah. That was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Right. And what else did Charlie tell her? Welcome to Wonderland. Yeah. Yep. She's part of B-613. Do you remember that quote? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, gosh. Yep. Right. Now, she really is going to be Baby Huck. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> I, don't, uh, I don't know, though. I think Huck may try to get her out of it. I don't know yet. I don't know if Huck's going to find out, honestly. Well, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I forgot. Right. <laughs> Never mind. That's for another. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. So we get back to our present day mm-hmm. and um, Melly and Fitz are about to go to that. What was that they were going to? Some dedication, I guess, to the. Uh, yeah. Some type of White House event. I'm not sure White what House it was. Event. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they still have the cameras following him, mm-hmm. them, and they're getting ready. And Melly looks good. She does. Hair all up and everything. And so they finish with the reporters, and she's like, oh, that was really good what you did earlier about, mm-hmm. you know, taking the blame for everything, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I meant every word of it. And I thought that was a good scene, too. It was. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I meant every word of it. So mm-hmm. true. And um, so then... He takes her hand and they walk in there together and he can, I kind of like them working together again or being friendly at least with each other. Yeah. It was Instead of arguing. Long. Yeah. It's not going to last long. No. no. <laughs> Small bursts. No. But I don't like it when they yeah. do that. Let, let's let them go a little bit like that, Shonda. <clears throat> so then we're at the event and Cyrus is hawking Daniel Douglas. Oh, you know, we didn't say, uh, we forgot to talk about Daniel Douglas and Sally getting ready for this event before she left town. Mm -hmm. And she's helping him with his tie and she's telling him, you know, we really have a shot at this of running as an independent Mm -hmm. and we really have to kind of keep in check our tendencies, blah, blah, blah. And he's looking at her like, I got it. She's like, well, I'm just wanting to let you know. He's like, I got it the first time you told me. Behave. Yes. And she's like, he's like, I got it. And so she tells him, well, good. Hopefully we don't have to say this again. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, dang, Sally. (laughs) So um, Cy is watching him and the hooker girl talk, and he's trying to see what they're talking about. And then James comes up. And at this point, I'm kind of annoyed with James. I'm like, James, why are you always popping in? I want to see what's happening, too. With yeah. And he's all up. And Cy is just so annoyed that he just says, look, the reason you didn't get the interview is because you jacked up the other interview. You didn't ask hard questions. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. And James is like, that is not what I'm talking about, Cy. I got fired today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and I was like, ooh, Cyrus, and that was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> 
but it was funny though. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, you done told all his stuff, <laughs> and then he wasn't even the case. Yep. <clears throat> so then the hooker comes over and she's like, look, I I struck out. I didn't have any luck with him. He's like, no, okay. And so as she leaves, Melly comes up, and they're watching, and it turns out Daniel Douglas is chatting it up with James. Oh, yeah. Having a good old time. And James has started drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was funny. He's like, oh, so she wasn't his type at all. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> so then the last scene of the show, which was awesome. Well, not the last. Second to last. It was awesome. We see... Um, Fitz getting an update with his file from one of his people. And at the same time, they go back and forth between Olivia and Jake at the crime mm-hmm. scene of the poor security guard. Mm-hmm. And then they show, um, uh, sorry. Oh, Rowan, Eli, whatever we want to call him, <laughs> Daddy P, <laughs> going into this maximum security prison. Yes. And... So they're flashing back and forth. And, and so as how they're flashing back and forth with these things. Yes. Yep. Really not flashing. I'm sorry. It's the wrong word. Like going right. back and forth. And so Fitz is like looking at this file about Olivia and he sees her mom and the pictures of everything. And he's scrolling through all the papers and they show Daddy P walking down this long hall, going into this keypad door and going into that keypad door mm-hmm. and this other door. And I'm like, well, damn, who he going to see? Right. And then um, the little security guard guy is telling Fitz about uh, Olivia's dad and how he works at the Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. And he turns a paper over mm. and it's E by Rowan Daddy P's picture. Mm. And the guy is telling Fitz, yeah, it was really hard for us to find a picture of him, but we found an old security picture, a badge picture. And right at this moment, Daddy P gets into this cell with this body laying underneath all these blankets and says, our daughter has been asking about you. And who gets up out the bed but Mama Pat? Mama Pat? (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Holy shit. Because they said he's going to see Omar Dresden. Right. We're like, all right, who's this guy? Exactly. Well, Omar Dresden was dead, I thought. So I didn't know who he was going mm-hmm. to see. Whoa. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Uh, mouth wide open for the second time totally. that night. Totally. Oh, Twitter went crazy. And then um, we get one final flashback of Melly and Fitz giving a toast about Fitz joining the campaign trail and about to be, you know, on the road to becoming governor. Mm-mm-mm. And Fitz notices that she does not drink mm. any of her champagne. Mm-mm. She's got another red dress on mm. in this flashback. And he's like, why aren't you drinking? She's like, well, I'm not sure yet. And he's like, oh, my gosh. She's like, well, it's not, it's not definite. It's not mm-hmm. definite. He's all excited. Mm-hmm. He's telling her. You know, if it's a boy, we're going to have to call him Jerry. And when he says mm. that, her face changes. Like, yeah. No, 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 no. No. It is Big Jerry's baby. Oh, snap. Right. Ugh. Oh, my God. Awful. Could they Shonda put any more jaw-dropping strings in? Right. So mouth hanging open for the third time. No. In one hour yeah. episode. 
So Shonda has Fitz out here <laughs> raising his little, little brother. Yeah. Yes. Now, how is that ever going to come out? Because Melly sure isn't going to tell. Nope. Big Jerry, even if he suspected it, he's he's not around. He's dead. No. Right. So Well, Big Jerry, we might have a flashback in the future where Big Jerry figured it out or no. Yeah, we probably maybe she told Jerry. I don't know that she would. I don't know that it would come out because their DNA is similar. Right, right. Their DNA is similar, but, and this is something that, um, like, because my mom, she watches Scandal, too. So we always mm-hmm. have, like, these long discussions about it. <laughs> yeah. And she thinks that the only way it could is, say, if the son gets sick or some, needs some type of, testing done or blood or something mm. mm-hmm. and they say oh well you know fits your father should be a match something right. like that something medical yeah that's a good point that's the only way it would be able to come out they would test right yeah mm. yeah that's, that's gotta the only out. way that's the soap opera right. way. It'll come that's out. It's got to come out. Yeah, come on. Well, the first now, see, we haven't seen these kids since the first, or even if have, have we, we ever, ever seen these them? kids? We've never seen but, these kids. No, no, not the older they ones. They say that they're there, like for the press conference, they were there before for a dinner, they were there, but we never see them. No, and I think they're supposed to be like ten, thirteen. You know, they're older. Yeah. Well, maybe not that much older. But there, but there got to be at least mm-hmm. like nine, yeah. ten, yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah, <clears throat> the, the older mm-hmm. ones. Yeah, a lot older than the new baby. Right. Ugh. Well, let's see. The flashbacks were from what fifteen years ago in Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, she, okay, so she was pregnant. So at least fourteen. Yeah. 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 Damn. Right. For the first one, and is his name Jerry? The first kid. We got to look that up. I don't know. But couldn't it still be Fitz's? I mean, they were obviously doing it. (laughs) Right? Yeah, they had been doing it, and she hadn't been pregnant. And then, yeah. It wasn't so successful. So that makes you think about what about the other two? Right. I mean, people have always been speculating that the baby is um, not. Tom, but Hank's house, whatever the other fat security I guard guy is. What? <laughs> I do. I said that because I really he's always telling her. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my. I really think so. Well, we do know there was something that she had. She did some something in their marriage because. Um, I can't remember what episode it was. I remember an episode where he mentioned her indiscretion or Before something Before like he that. even started with Olivia. Mm-hmm. Right? She, right? she had started the indiscretions, as I recall. Yes. That's what he says. We don't know if that's true or if it was just her reaction to not mm-hmm. to what happened with Daddy, Daddy Grant. Yeah. Yeah. Or what? So we don't know that his yeah. So ooh, I know it really makes you wonder. Mm-hmm. Makes you wonder. Mm-hmm. I hope we find out. Oh, I yeah. Well, I'm sure the second half of the season will definitely get go back to that. I hope so. That was just an awesome episode all the way around. It was awesome, amazing. It really, really was. I mean, just jaw dropping left mm-hmm. and right. 
Yeah. Whew, I just said hell to the <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, And then they had this little promo where they said, Mama Pope lives. Right. <laughs> what does Mama Pope want to do now? Mm-hmm. Mama Pope want to get out. Mm-hmm. So, well, I guess that is all we have to talk about on this episode seven. Yes. It was awesome. And since we're... Still, launch, we're just now launching the podcast. We do not have any feedback yet to our after-show podcast, right? <clears throat> but we invite all of y'all to send in an email. Let us know what you think about the podcast, about scandal, and what's been going Woo! on. You can send us an email at speak at gmail dot com. We are also on um, uh, Facebook at facebook dot com slash speak podcast. And you can, if you would like to send us an audio file or call our voicemail line, which is 972-755-1215. We are all on Twitter. I am at underscore Sister K. I am at Literary Marie. And I am at AKS Idea. That's it for now. I am Sister K. I'm Sister Elmer. And I'm Sister A. See you next time.